Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. We here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we are presenting the audio-only portion of the show here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 131 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on May 27th, 2022. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Today we're in saint agathe uh in the Quebec region of Montreal, the Montérégie. Laurentide. Laurentide. So we're back in the Laurentide. Uh, and joining me today is Patrick and Bruno from Microbrasserie La Veillée. Exactly. Awesome. I'm so worried I was going to mispronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you very much for hosting us today. I really appreciate anybody who's willing to take time out of their schedule to speak about awesome craft beer. I know I've had your beers before, so I'm looking forward to trying anything that's uh, old and new at the same time. Great. Uh, let's start with a beer. Yeah. Uh, first one we're going to taste is uh, Marcel. Okay. Uh, it's called, well, it's Monique Edition. Okay. Uh, first, one, first stop uh, on the can. You can see it. It's my mom. Mm-hmm. It was brewed for uh, International uh, Women's Day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a uh, lager, mm-hmm. uh, old uh, barrel age, nice. in gin barrel oh. and in uh, apple brandy. Cool. I look uh, forward to this. <laughs> I know the gin barreling is becoming a big thing in Quebec because Quebec has a lot of gin. Yes. So. <laughs> hey, as we do, a toast. Cheers. 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 Oh. Yeah, I'm getting the the nose is all that that brandy. Yeah. Wow. That's just first sip. Mm. It's, uh, it's deceiving because it's not like a, a sudden punch to the face. It's nice no. and, and mellow. Mm. And a bit uh, in the longer note, you get the, the gin. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the juniper from the gym. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm quite impressed. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've had that beer either. So that's, no, uh, it was out this year for the first yeah. time. Okay, that's right. Uh, <laughs> next year is going to be another edition, mm-hmm. another beer, another yeah. brew. Totally, yeah. another woman on the can. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Uh, so, what's the beer story? What brought you two together to, well, you created La yeah. Vieille, uh, And Bruno, what brought you on board? So, the, what was the birth of La Vieille, And then Bruno, what brought you in? Well, the birth was four years ago. Mm-hmm. So, we're, in, we're starting our fifth year. Uh, in the beginning, I was alone. Mm-hmm. So, for the first two years, all doing everything by myself. Brewing, uh, mopping, everything. Uh, Accounting, delivering, he was yeah. doing everything. Everything. Uh, <laughs> after that, my girlfriend came in mm-hmm. for the, a year, and then Bruno joined us last year as a brewer because uh, I was not able to do yeah. it yeah. <laughs> do it anymore. And I'm pretty happy he's in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just I mean, a brew it like you know, like you said, brewing, mopping, delivery, accounting. That's I'm assuming you're working 80 hour weeks at that point, at least. Yeah. So yeah. it's that's a lot on somebody. Yeah, and since we're moving next somewhere in the summer, yeah. uh, we have to take care of the, the new project, so I can do it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Bruno, what brought you on board with Avi? Actually, I've known Patrick for, I think it's almost 20 years. Yeah, okay. And we used to work together in totally other domain. Yeah. Uh, we started home brewing together, actually. We were brewing each on our side, and we, we did a home brewer for uh, all grain. Mm-hmm one day class yeah. together uh we were doing 20 liters you know in the in the buckets and then this guy bought 100 liters for home which became 200 liters yeah. so we stopped brewing 
at my place yeah. and his place. Anyway, and uh, it was almost two years ago when there was the first confinement. I was working construction. I was a, um, a general contractor. Okay. So we shut down. Yeah. And I was calling up this guy. How are you doing? He's like, we're swamped, you know? <laughs> Everyone's drinking. Yeah. So I, I started coming over like once every week or yeah. once every two weeks to give him a hand. And then Aurélie and Pat were like, would you like to stay with us forever? Mm-hmm. Who, would, awesome. who wouldn't say yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, let's twist that arm a little. Oh, it hurts so much to twist my arm and do this job. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. And uh, uh, you're both self-taught or did you do a course or school or anything like that? Well, first was self, self-taught, mm-hmm. like the first, the basics. And we, I took a one-week uh, industrial course, mm-hmm. I say, uh, to get the basics. Because starting from own brewer, there's some stuff that yeah. you do, but when you go professional, then yeah. there are yeah. more parameters that you have to control so yeah I did that for a week and then it was a hard practice for a year here mm-hmm. just just getting touch with every aspect of it yeah. so yeah that was I mean it's got to be a huge change from your garage to kind of industrial area yeah and then eventually from the sound of it a more open kind of publish type thing you're going to be doing or is it still going to be more industrial. No, no, we, we're going with a pub. Okay. Yeah, but we're still doing cans and yeah. distributing, but yeah, we're, we're going to have a tasting room. and Yeah, that's that's thing. awesome. I, I love hearing that is it within five years, you're already expanding and you're like ready to just keep going and just seeing your full can line up five years in, it's, it's quite the selection you've already come up with. So. Yeah, but that that's actually what you saw was yeah. just what's available right now because mm-hmm. we, we still have more yeah. that are not on the, the shelf there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're, but it, it's an expansion, but we're still going to stay small. Yeah. We're not going to double our production or we're going to stay with the same. Because it, it's something we like, you know, it's, it's still the home brewer setup, yeah. but in 500 liters. I mean, it's open vessels. We actually, you know, mm-hmm. mix it up ourselves. And I did, um, I did the four week uh, IBQ okay. uh, training yep. for uh, Institut Brascal du Québec. Yeah, yeah. In last October and we visited like two industrial setups and I like the open vessel yeah. I like seeing the mash I like yeah. mixing it mixing it myself you know so we're trying to keep that vibe going yeah uh, Levier it's a pretty unique name uh, translated in English it's the night before roughly yeah uh, what made you decide on, on that brewery name well for me a uh, beer social mm-hmm. I have to like drink with friends and so, la veillée du jour de l'an, la veillée sur le bord d'un feu de camp, it's always social events. Mm-hmm. So, that's how it started. And then, on our cans, uh, it's all friends and family. Yeah. So, you might notice this one is Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like and this one is Pat. himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom, a uh, friend from uh, elementary school, mm-hmm. it's just friends and family. So, that's it's, it's the, the gang part of beer that I yeah. love the most, so I love beer, but yeah. drinking with friends is always more fun. So I was five years in, even before the, the pandemic happened, any roadblocks, difficulties just from finding location, finally just, that's it, I'm opening a brewery, uh, licensing issues, any kind of major roadblocks, difficulties creating the, the Lavier brand? Well, from the beginning, everyone, everything went smoothly. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, yeah, it was... Finding a place here because we're in uh, an incubator. Yeah, yeah, an industrial area. Yeah, so uh, we got help from uh, the CDE, which is the mm-hmm. Corporation Development Economic. 
uh, they help us on uh, accounting, mm -hmm. on planning everything. So that went smooth. The roadblock we're getting, it's now. Yeah. Because we're moving and we're actually supposed to move last September. Okay. But the building's not ready. So, yeah. 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 So that's a major roadblock now. We're supposed to get the building like this week. Mm -hmm. And now it's more like in July. Yeah. So it's moving, it's moving forward every week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's a major block that okay. we're getting. And the price of the moving just yeah. went crazy up. Yeah, I find when I could go to the brewery, sit down on, on a terrace, it's a little more money forward to you guys, not going through a store, but still there. You don't have to, I don't know if you use a, like Bucket or any of those guys as a distributor, or you just deliver yourselves. Well, for what's out, out of the region here, mm -hmm. we're going with the Distributor Group. Okay. Uh, they're doing a fantastic, fantastic job, but um, yeah. So it helped mm -hmm. during the pandemic to get the product, yeah. the production out. But yeah, local has been really, really good for us uh, in the past two years. Yeah. Any local pubs looking to pick you guys up to, cause I know, you know, when you own a, a pub, obviously if a big brewery is going to pay for your lines, you're going to do that. Yeah. But are any local pubs like, hey, can you bring your beers in because this isn't selling as well anymore? And like, because well, you're talking about supporting local, who's yeah. supporting you local in here? Well, we got uh, IGA and mm -hmm. all the stuff, but we had uh, a restaurant in Lac Superior, and we are doing collaboration with a restaurant in Val David. Uh, they've been there for a long time. Uh, now with the Molson uh, problem mm -hmm. shortage, yeah. and we're we're getting a bit more calls from locals that had a contract with Molson. So they're like, well, we're missing beer. Can you yeah. put some in? Yeah. And that's good. That's yeah. the, but it's not necessarily because they want to uh, get with us. Keep customers just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just they're missing beer. So yeah, I have a family friend. She, she works at a restaurant and she's like, well, we're running out. So I called Alchemist and they fulfilled our order within two weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. You're supporting a local Quebec welcome. You're yeah. not paying shareholders. You're Supporting a real company. Yeah. So. And keep it afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you want to try to talk about the uh, Patriot? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Patriot. Okay. Uh, it's uh, the theater here. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, before the pandemic, they were, they were with Molson. Uh, they did some renovation. And then afterward, they went with us. So they have all our beers. Nice. Well, six, seven, eight of them. Yeah. And we, all, we brew a beer for them. Cool. They have uh, their own beer. Uh, it's not on the table. I can yeah. show you later. Um, so that that's really good. Really I like good. that. And, and we're working on some partenariat uh, with mm -hmm. after with when I'm gonna be open. We're gonna work together. Yeah. It's not only uh, I'm selling them beer; they're gonna do some stuff. So, yeah. yeah. So okay. that's great. The Patriot is the first beer we brew with uh, grains from Quebec. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all it's, Quebec. It's and, yeah. all Quebec ingredients, and I think we're going towards that slowly mm -hmm. yeah. in all the products. Yeah, for sure. I mean, outside of like. Mostly hops, because hops have to come from everywhere else. It's yeah. it's really like, can you stick with local ingredients? Can you stick with Quebec grains? Can you stick with Quebec malts? Or even Ontario, like, even if you stay within Canada is the way I see it is. As long as you're supporting fellow Canadian companies, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, so I was going to yeah. say, uh, let's try beer number two here. Beer number two, it's me, Pat. Uh, <laughs> I'm slow, I, I, I need to catch up. Yeah. Uh, it's me. Uh, it's Pat Two. Yeah. Uh, there was a Pat One. Um, Pat One was a smash. Okay. We stopped doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, Pat Two is a sour. Okay. Raspberry uh, blackcurrant. 
Nice. Sour. Um, yeah, so let you taste. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Yeah, see, that's not like the sour punch to the face. It's nice no. and balanced. That's what I'm always worried about now is some guy's just oversouring and I'm just like, ah, I don't <laughs> like this. Like, this is not this enjoyable beer. Yeah. When it came to your uh, naming, obviously family and friends and yep. stuff like that, that's great. Uh, what made you decide that and not going with, oh, here's our sour, here's our IPA or some weird, crazy names with them? Well, like I said earlier, it was friends and family mm -hmm. are like beer, mm -hmm. drink. Yeah, so, the social aspect. Yeah, the social aspect. But uh, the, first, the first beer we brew was Jean-Fred. Okay. Uh, and actually, it's a friend when I was like seven. Okay. So it's a, a whole friend. And uh, we were at my place drinking beer that I brew at my place. Uh, looking for, I don't know, a concept or for the brewery. And we're like talking, talking, drinking, drinking. Drink. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, we like, yeah, we should go for like first name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he asked me, like, Oh, if you do it, I want this beer to be Jean-Fred. <laughs> so actually, the first beer that was designed mm -hmm. is Jean-Fred, and he was drinking with me when, like, it's the beer we were drinking together. Cool. When we decided to go with the yeah. brand. So, yeah, it's all, yeah, the social aspect of it. Yeah, cool. And, and it's funny when we used to be able to do festivals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you'd Coming be, back. You'd be back. serving, and <laughs> people, sorry, people all of a sudden were like, Hey, you're the guy on the can. Yeah. Those are real people. They, they thought those were you know, yeah. fake personas yeah. or whatever. So, so we had this thing going. I would be serving and someone would realize and I would just say, Pat, and he would turn around and smile and I would show the can. <laughs> yeah, it brings, it brings the, the cans and everything to life. Yeah. It's not just a name out of nowhere. And the, the people like Jean-Fred that aren't, are on the beer, their story behind it. They're mm -hmm. not they're not on a can just because they're on a can. Yeah. The beer is related or like the only, the only can that's not, there's no story around. It's me. Like I'm bad. <laughs> yeah. But well, you're, you're the whole story. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I you, you are the story of La Vieille when I think yeah. about it. So. But it's not a beer like the sour. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do one, but I have no friend that got related mm -hmm. or story with it. So I went with Pat too. If I do another beer that I, don't have anyone with name I can mm -hmm. put on. I'm gonna put it past three and, and yeah. go for it. Okay. On, on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who does your can art? Uh, it's a friend. Okay. <laughs> Lydia. <laughs> uh, he's a, a an industrial designer. Okay. Yep. And an mm -hmm. artist. He's do uh, sculptures and stuff. Yeah. And he, he's doing art. And he's just you're like, hey, uh, I need can designs. Here's my idea. And then, okay, give me yeah. give me a couple of days and I'll yeah. create a bunch for you. So. Yeah, I'm just sending uh, pictures, mm -hmm. and then he, he sketched it, and then we put it in the mold. Nice and simple. And and again, you're supporting a, a local friend. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure it's not for free. I'm sure you pay him. So well, <laughs> maybe in beer. it's just a beer. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Hey, the way that's the way I see it. It's, I get paid in beer for when I help friends move and stuff like yeah. that. Unfortunately, it's usually mass. And I'm at the age where I don't help friends move anymore. So, uh, but before it was, you know, oh, here's some pizza and beer. Cool. I'm happy. You don't have to give me money. I'm, yeah. We did all this work. We're all gross and sweaty. Let's just sit down in your new backyard because Quebec moving day is coming up, as I call it. Yeah. Um, and it's just sit down in the backyard. It's usually nice. And uh, just drink some beer, eat some pizza, and yeah. building memories. Have some fun. Yeah, exactly. So that's awesome. So you already mentioned the first beer you brewed, uh, which is great for here, the Jean Francois. 
but when you first started yourself, good or bad, what was that first beer that you tried to brew? Uh, with a stout, uh, Imperial Stout. Oh, wow. Uh, well, actually, I started drinking from Stout. Mm -hmm. I didn't like uh, lager or whatever. I started with Guinness. Uh, and then when I came back, because I, I tasted it in Ireland, uh, when I came back, there was La Barberie, there was uh, Saint Ambroise that was doing mm -hmm. stouts. Not that much more than that. So I started brewing because there was no stout on mm -hmm. the market. Well, not enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I did uh, Vincent. was actually the first beer that I brew for me. Okay. Uh, Imperial Stout. So we're going to taste it later. Yeah. <laughs> Bruno, what was your first uh, home, home beer brew? At the time, I was in the IPA craze. Ah. So <laughs> obviously, I started brewing home brewing IPAs, which are kind of easy to brew because yeah. you put so much. Um, yeah, hops to, hops to balance there. I was yeah, going to yeah. say hublot. Yeah. <laughs> but now, I mean, I'm, I'm the kind of guy that I don't believe in summer beers or mm -hmm. winter beers or whatever. I'll have a pat de in February when it's really cold outside. Yeah. Or, so, yeah. I, I, I went through the IPA craze for about a year, and then I discovered there were other flavors, <laughs> which was fantastic. Yeah. I, I still like IPAs, yeah. uh, not the kind that you know your cheeks yeah. go in, yeah. but yeah, started yeah, well, from there. The, why is my throat on fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, the IPAs are it's just what everybody wants right now from yeah. even... Uh, there's people going back to American style and, and English IPAs where it's more malt forward yep. and not as hoppy. And it's still like, as long as it's, like I said, as long as it's not burning my throat, I'm happy. So it's, if it's nice, it's just, you know, a couple of days ago, I went on a long walk and I stopped at a terrace and I'm like, oh, that looks nice and juicy. And I just took a long walk. So I'll have a glass of water and I'll have the nice juicy IPA and then I'll walk home. Well, it's, it's a nice, uh, and well, I'll call it an entry beer, you know, mm -hmm. from someone who only drank commercial beers, yeah. they'll discover new flavors, and then usually they'll go to something else. I remember when, again, when we used to do Festival, yeah. at the time, uh, Patrick didn't have a New England IPA in his lineup. So people were like, do you have an IPA? We, ha we would have the Jean Fred. Yeah, which is which an American pale ale. Okay. And we would have them taste other of our products, like Dave, which is a rye beer. Mm -hmm. And people are like, wait, th this is good, you know? You, you don't have an IPA and I like your products. Like, yeah. Pat Deux is the beer for someone that shows up at your, your counter and says, oh, I don't like beer. Yeah. And taste yeah. this. Like, hey, it's pink. And yeah. they taste it. Wow, it's I like sour. this. Yeah. Things are coming back. And you mentioned festivals. Uh, are you doing Laval this year? or No. No? We're, we're only doing St. Adele okay. uh, as a festival. Mm -hmm. But we're still doing stuff here. There's a, a farmer market. That we're doing every Friday. Okay. Uh, we're going, uh, there's, uh, it used to be a, a festival in Saint Faustin, mm -hmm. uh, but now with the pandemic, they just yeah. went down and then they're trying to get it up. So there's two days, uh, we're only two breweries mm -hmm. um, with shows on Saturday, uh, well, first, first and second yeah. July. Uh, so we're doing this. So we're, we're, we're keeping it local. We're, we do, we, we'd like to go out yeah but with the production we have so getting and obviously the staff we are mm -hmm. like yeah. we're three so yeah. doing all the work going festivals it, it's hard weekend so yeah, yeah we're keeping because we brew around like four to five thousand liters a month okay in good more uh 3500 3, 4, okay. yeah. yeah yeah 
Oh, I was trying to, yeah. you know, boost, boost my <laughs> yeah, production. Yeah, no, no, no. So, uh, I mean, like Monzial, you yeah. were talking about it. For us, it would be like a couple of months of preparation yeah. to just do the weekend and then we're like, we have yeah. nothing left, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I know the Monzial is because it's downtown Montreal. Yeah. It's the most popular one. It's, it's the last few years, it's, and I've been told by other breweries, it's not really financially beneficial for you to do the no. Mondial. No. Which I understand, like that makes sense to me. It's I, I understand if you're there and you're new and you're trying to get your name out, but after that, if your name's out, why why take the financial hit? Well, yeah. actually, I, I don't think that any festival is really you're you're not in it for the money. You're in it to get your name out, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. have Promotion. people taste your products because I mean, you need a team of a couple yeah. of people. You're running for twelve to sixteen hour days, and yeah. but it. It's it's amazing. I yeah. mean, the contact. I miss yeah. that contact. You know, people. You're you're pouring pleasure out of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I, I I will say Laval had become my favorite festival to mm -hmm. go to because I could take the bus and metro to Laval. Yeah. And then it's oh, if I want to stay out there, I could go to uh, the people who are, who created Laval is Les Insulaires now. Yeah. So I can either go there, or I can just go home, or I could go back downtown because the metro is there. It's it's there's a convenience and. It's the same thing with the Mondial. It's convenience downtown, and if I get bored of it, I could go to Pub Brewski, I could go to Les Gris, I could go to Brutopia. There's options. Yeah. I don't have to go to a local, my old local bar when I was a teenager, and or sorry, young adult, and drink there. <laughs> <laughs> but if if Citadel, uh, if if Citadel is uh, is yeah. up in October, you have to be there. It's, a, uh, it's, it's really a nice festival. Um, my my sister had told me that the second largest Oktoberfest in the world is in Kitchener, Ontario, so we might have to actually go to that yeah. instead. Well, next year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, there's time. Uh, things, things are, you know, knock on wood, hopefully we keep going this way with the pandemic down yeah. and not, yeah. not back up again. And um, just, uh, yeah, I need to do something more than just sit in my room. As much as it felt safe to be on Zoom and speak with friends and share beers, it's the social aspect of yeah. finally being out there again hitting a terrasse or, or going inside. And if the terrasse is too full, oh, well, at least the inside is empty because everybody's on the terrasse and at least I can do that. So yeah. uh, let's try beer number three here. Yeah, beer number three. Uh, it's uh, called Les Jumelés. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually a collaboration we did with a microbrewery in France. Uh, yeah, we, uh, it's called Les Jumelés because um, the Saint-Agat-des-Monts mm -hmm. is uh, Jumelé with uh, Lagny-sur- Marne in France. Sister city. Yeah, sister okay. city. Yeah. Uh, there's a brewery there. Mm -hmm. The town here got us in contact. So we brewed the same beer. That's cool. The same day. They said we took it out. They got the same branding on their awesome. bottles. Uh, it's a red ale with buckwheat and maple syrup. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm always, I always get sarrasin. I'm like, I know it's a wheat, but I don't know which wheat. Because, <laughs> you know, it's the same thing as. I'm not 100% bilingual, obviously, I yeah. you and I, but there's still like the, the mutual communication of both, so. And Érable, if you don't know what that is as Quebecer, then there's, there's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, the maple is, is that nice level. Um, we recently interviewed La Croix Cidery. Yeah. yeah. And they made um, a maple cider, and I was like, it's the same. It's that right level of maple. It's not like too sweet where you're like, oh God, I'm going to get diabetes. It's, <laughs> it's that right level of sweetness. Mm. And the buckwheat is just... Yeah, it's not. It's the same. They're not... 
they're not really fighting my palate to see who wants to win. It's it's nice and clean. They're and, dancing together. Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. I, I look forward to when you guys have your tap room. I don't know if you're going to go more industrial style or kind of like relaxed area. So what's what's kind of the plan for the pub? I think it's going to be a relaxed. Or taste, tasting room, I should say. Yeah, well, yeah. it's going to be a pub. It's mm-hmm. 45 places yeah. uh, with a small kitchen. Okay. Uh, but uh, I wanted to be like, come in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to my place. Yeah. So it's going to be relaxed, uh, picnic tables and... Uh, the bar is gonna be like all wood, so it's mm-hmm. not. It's kind of industrial because you're gonna see the piping and yeah. everything, but it's still cozy. Come at my place. Sounds like you're almost gonna have um, a previous interview whippersnapper. It sounds like you're gonna be where he his pallets he used from his fence that fell in his backyard. He just made his his flights out of his yeah. flight wood out of that. So it sounds like you're you're going for that concept where yeah. family friendly you just get together maybe go. have trivia nights at some point when you guys are up and running and, and just yeah. t- doing fun local things and bringing people in from this this region cuz your cabin region too where people like myself will oh, I'll drive an hour north rent a cabin for the weekend I'll go kayaking but when I sit by the campfire overnight I'll be drinking your beer yeah so, so that's where we're going and mm. we're, we're we're working on having shows mm-hmm. like mostly the off season yeah uh but it's gonna still be the same concept, like one guitar guy yeah. around the fire. Yeah. It's not gonna be like a oh, band or <laughs> just one guitar guy around yeah. the fire. Cool. And the I, way the way I see it, I mean, I've been seeing this guy scratch for a year now, waiting on the new pub. Yeah. And w- what I see is the excitement of when he was developing his first recipes. Mm-hmm. The, the pub is gonna be like an, uh, a lab. Yeah. Where you know. Yeah. Patrick's going to say, okay, we're going to take that base and try, you know, these herbs mm-hmm. or whatever in it. And it's going to give us some, some flexibility yeah. on the, the offer. Yeah. I like that. And it's going to be almost feeling like a festival. Like you get the feedback straight from the people. Nice. You just pour, hey, yeah. what do you think of that? It's the, the contact with yeah. the, the, the social event. We don't have it here, yeah. obviously. So it's, it's also bringing the people back out too. The people who are maybe a little still trepidatious about going out and doing something. It's come on, we're open now. <laughs> Things feel safer right now. So yeah. let's let's go. Come on okay. back out. So, is there planning on on having some sort of uh, food, uh, beer kind of matching menu, where if oh if you're gonna get this burger, we suggest these three beers. Like, is there gonna be something like that? Not maybe, but it's not like main thing. Yeah. Uh, we're doing desserts with uh, beer, so okay. it's going to be a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working with a, a local uh, chocolate yep. factory or mm-hmm. producer. Uh, so we're going for a pairing with chocolate. But the rest would be... Because, well, yeah, sometimes there's pairing, but there's also taste. Yeah. yeah. So if I don't like IPAs, even if I suggest this IPA, mm-hmm. it's not going to be like, wow, this match. Yeah, but I don't like beer. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, letting the people like, you like a sour? Okay, this the sour would fit with this and this, mm-hmm. but if you like with this, go for it. It's, yeah. it's not a matter of... Because yeah, I, I always think of the beer market menu where it's like, well, we suggest these three beers, but these are only suggestions. Yeah, Drink what you want. You yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, and that is like the gastronomy now is is very like, you should have a lager with this type of food. Oh, if it's spicy food, you should have an IPA because that cuts into the spiciness. Yeah. This, and it's just it's somebody who's trying to, to learn more things and expand my knowledge and even my palate alone, I'm like, it's just too much sometimes. And the, 
Maybe I just want the lager with the tacos. <laughs> yeah, that's so, it. It's a matter of taste. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned your, your collab with the sister city uh, from France. Have, yeah. Are there any other collabs you've done? Yeah, we did, uh, we did one with Locomotive. Okay. Uh, before they were Locomotive, yeah, they were yeah. Bertierville before mm -hmm. that. Uh, we did a, um, a sour stout, okay. which uh, was great. Uh, we're doing, um, there's one guy that comes four times a year, by actually comes more than often, mm -hmm. yeah. four times a year to brew, uh, uh, is uh, Terroir Aventure. Okay, yeah. So uh, he's doing outdoor stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, in the winter, they're, they're, well, how it started, in the winter they were doing um, TDL, which is Traversée des Laurentides. Yeah. They start from um, Saint-Adèle, they go to uh, Tremblant. The uh, snowboarders? Cross-country. Cross-country. Yeah, so they're doing this. Uh, he wanted to do a PLL with uh, Epinette, Pousse d'Epinette, uh, for pine? Pine. Pine. Yeah. pine, so we started doing this, uh, mm -hmm. he had the recipe, uh, now he's doing one in spring, uh, summer and cool. fall, so that's pretty good. Um, we're collaborating also, not, not only brewing beer, but uh, like rebranding, mm -hmm. uh, we're working with the uh, village du Père Noël. So they have two of our beer in their cans. Okay. So that's pretty cool. So there's going to be a Santa Claus beer then for the winter, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually for the summer. Okay. Yeah, Blaise <laughs> Blaise Pernel is in the summertime. Yeah. That's cool. Santa's working yeah. the rest of the year. Yeah. All right. He's, he can't just work a month. That's he not can't right. drink in the winter. No, exactly. So he's no. so busy. Yeah. Especially for two very, very busy days. But yeah. <laughs> And about, uh, apart from beers, uh, we all, uh, we work together with uh, Count Baz. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of them in there, St. Adolf. Uh, they started like two weeks apart from us. Mm -hmm. um, we're uh, buying grain together yeah. and yeah. like working together. Last summer, uh, they had problem with their seamers. So we gave them our oh, seamer. Okay, yeah, yeah. seamer, yeah. 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 Cool. So for, nice. I don't know, 10, 25 times. Yeah. I don't know. They, they came here, get it, <laughs> yeah. seam their can, and then came back, and then we, we do our seaming. And yeah. So cool. there's, a lot, there's a lot of yeah. working together. No, I love hearing that. Um, any dream collaborations, just not even just Quebec, let's say Ontario, the Maritimes, going over going overseas again with another brewery like? Uh, we love Gourmet Sauvage, okay. which are, uh, they, they are pickers. Mm -hmm. they, from, they, they pick stuff from all around uh, well, Quebec. Yeah. So that would be good. Cool. With Boreal herbs and herbs and uh, spice and uh, everything. That would be good. And actually, I wouldn't say like a dream brewery. Mm -hmm. It's more like people. Yeah. Like I would love to uh, brew with uh, Michael Fizet uh, de Malmström. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Malmström. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would love to. Uh, and people like just Noir et Blanche is pretty cool too. Yeah. Uh, but all just the people yeah. more than the the brewery. So yeah. Awesome. You wanted to try number four here? Yeah. Number four, Bruno. Mm -hmm. So it's um, buck, uh, buckwheat, yeah. uh, honey, a, bra a brown bu buckwheat honey. Okay. There's a pun in French. It's it's un brune au miel, brune au miel. <laughs> okay. Awesome. As we do a toast. Another one. Sweetness isn't like overpowering in any way. Nice, well and balanced. Yes. Um, clean. Yeah, it's nice and clean. I think that's the challenge right now. It's 
you know, there's something written on the can. Is it mm -hmm. a fruit? Is it a flavor? And yeah. you, you have to deliver that flavor, but without over-delivering over yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, my, my when, when I try a beer and, you know, it says cranberry on it and you're tasting it and tasting it, say, okay, it might be there, yeah. but I don't like that. Yeah. And at the other end of the spectrum, it's, when it says uh, bière épinette or whatever, yeah, and you drink it, it's yeah. like I'm licking a tree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know there was. So that's the challenge of getting that balance yeah. in. I know uh, this summer, just before the pandemic, I had gone to uh, Saint Buck and I tried a peppery poutine with a jalapeno beer, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm dying! Oh my god! Because <laughs> it's just it's it's pepper on top of jalapeno, and I'm like. Oh, well, maybe the beer will help get rid of the peppery. No, 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 so. <laughs> no, worse and worse and yeah, worse. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's finding that right balance. And if it were well balanced with like a tinge of jalapeno, that would yeah. have been one thing, but it was just in your face. a smack in the face. And on top of that, I'm eating another like hot <laughs> food. It's, it's not like, you know, Carolina Reaper hot is like a peppery puts in. So it's just, it's too much. And, you know, I don't go out and eat suicide wings all the time because I don't enjoy the flavor. I'll have buffalo because it's that right level of spiciness that I like. Yeah, and it's not like over the top, and where I'm trying to chug milk to get rid of the burn. You know, I, I watch hot ones, and I'm like, I don't get how these guys do it. It's but that's me though. I enjoy yeah. flavor. I don't want to punish myself for there fun anymore. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not in my twenties. I'm not trying to be my own version of jackass. I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we mentioned earlier. So clearly, you're very busy. But when there's actually time to take a vacation, but you yeah. can focus it on beer. So if you've never been to, let's say, Vermont or Seattle or Boston, like what's a beercation you'd love to take if you have the time? I would like to go like Ontario because mm -hmm. uh, aside from Small Pony Barrel and yeah. the other one, uh, Pale, uh, Beyond the Pale. Beyond the Pale, yeah. That's the only one I tasted. Uh, yeah. So I would like to go around because yeah. I heard a lot mm -hmm. from there and it, yeah. I didn't have any time or so that would be more of it. Bruno, yourself? Any, um, even just Europe or, I know South Africa has a crazy actually, emerging beer scene. The so. older I get, the more local I get. Okay. Um, we, uh, Patrick is, a, Patrick and his family is a bit like us. Like he has a van uh, camper. Mm -hmm. uh, I have like a little trailer yeah. with the kids and my girlfriend. And we just road trip Quebec. Um, we're going to Saguenay-Lac-Saint-Jean in two weeks. And, you know, I contacted the breweries yeah. there. And I mean, I sent like 12 emails and I think, yeah. 11 has said, yeah, sure, come yeah. over and check us out. And the 12th was like, well, we're sold, so I'd like to get you. <laughs> anyway, so right now in the state of mind I yeah. am, I'm more into visiting what's around us. I mean, we have great breweries in Quebec, and the vibe is just amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and this, I, was, I was writing from this small brew in St. Agathe. I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm a brewer there. Can I visit yeah. your, uh, and like, uh, Riverbend was like, sure, come yeah. over, no problem. So, yeah. And there's so much that, we don't get here yeah like i don't know saint pancras mm -hmm. yeah well, there's i know they yeah. exist but i haven't tasted anything because here we don't get it so that's well, the same thing with oval every time i heard there's a can a bottle like one bottle available somewhere in montreal it's sold by the time i even read it on on facebook it's <laughs> it's crazy yeah uh, i mean I've i think oval is going to start selling nfts yeah <laughs> it might i mean it's uh i i know somebody who drives up there and i'm like Oh, you're going up? Can you bring me a beer back? He's like, no, I can bring myself beer back because yeah, that's my trunk. Like, ha, come on, dude. <laughs> so uh, I've always said like that would be, you guys mentioned RVs, that would be an ultimate road trip is you start in 
St. John's, Newfoundland, yeah. and you work your way across Canada to Vancouver, head up to the, Mar- uh, the territories and work your way back. And just uh, as a drinker, just hire, get a driver or find a designated <laughs> driver because you never drink and drive. Uh, and just find that driver to either bring you or take your time. And especially if you're an RV, you know, I see them in LaSalle all the time. Yeah. Where the RV's parked at Walmart. Just find a Walmart, park it. <laughs> and even, well, I, I presume if you talk to your, your brewery. Yeah. You can sleep in the parking lot. I was going to mm-hmm. say the same thing. You just yeah. park yourself there, yeah. drink, yeah. go back to sleep, drive tomorrow yeah. morning. I'm going to Saguenay. Yeah. And uh, when, I, when I did my uh, brewer's course, I, I studied with someone working at the Brasserie-Saint-Jean. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I have to go there and brew with you. And she was like, yeah, sure. Park your trailer in our parking. You can spend the night there. You can spend the week there. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. yeah, as long as you're not in like down, like, as long as you're not going to pub brewski because you're not going to find parking, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or Brutopia, you're not going to park on Crescent. It's just, but you can park somewhere yeah, near a metro yeah. and then do it. Yeah, exactly. It. And that's what I said is as long as you're not drinking and driving, that's the important part. Yeah. So, or sleeping in a Canadian tire. Yeah. Yeah. Canadian I, tire, I, Walmart, wherever. So I, I, Big box last, store. last time I had an alternator problem with the kids and everything. And we had yeah. to sleep in the Canadian tire parking lot. And the grandparents were like, no, you can't have the grandkids. In and the kids were like so happy in Saint Leon. Yeah. you know, we're by the highway. <laughs> the kids were so happy. As long as they have something to do. Right. It's, and we had, know, we had a cooler by. with beer. Yeah. So, I mean, my You're girlfriend good. and I were fine. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, here's a uh, juice. Go, go do stuff. <laughs> Dad's gonna drink a beer. So, well, the alternator's gonna fix the Canadian tire. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, uh, so obviously somebody comes here, or when your pub's open, buys a bunch of your beers. Any uh, friends, breweries in the area you suggest for people to try? There's Count Buzz, mm-hmm. uh, but they're like us. They don't have a, a pub or anything. Yeah. Just so just go there and grab some stuff. Uh, La Maison du Brasseur okay. at uh, Tremblant mm-hmm. is great. Uh, it's a really, really small brewery. Uh, they're doing 100 liter batch. Yeah. Like almost like what I had as a home brewer. Um, great stuff. Uh, there's Paris Roulant in uh, Val David mm-hmm. and Saint Arnold in uh, Tremblant, which are more well, older yeah. brewery. Uh, that would be it. Like around here, that's most of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just like, like I said, you know, we're about supporting local. So it's really yeah. like what friends, you know, come here, get a flat or a 24 and then go there and buy a 24 and then go by there. And, yeah. Yeah. You no, know, whatever, you, whatever you can purchase reasonably and, and bring back and just go support friends and keep yeah. us, keep us going. So there, there's something, I don't know if they're going to do it again this summer, but last year they tried to do la vélo route Brascol. So mm-hmm. it was with the Le Petit Train du Nord, the, yeah. the bike path. It started from uh, Boreal in Mirabel, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Boreal, and Dugicel. went up to Mont Laurier, uh, Le Lièvre. Yeah. Um, obviously last year, I mean, it didn't yeah. pick up, but I don't know yeah. if they're going to do it again this summer. If people are cyclists, you know, it's a yeah, it's great a, way to yeah, that's, that's, bike and brew. That's been my thing like in Quebec is we only reopen stuff on Saint-Jean and by that time it's already too hot to be on a bicycle yeah. on, you know, tar, like the tar streets and yeah. most of our roads in Quebec because of our winter conditions yeah. are not great to, to be on. So you want to be there right between where uh, the potholes begin and they fix them. You want to find like <laughs> right, right there. So. And before the bugs. Yeah. 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 And if I, I might add, uh, it's not a brewery, but uh, La Distillerie La Manufacture, which okay. is like at the opposite mm. of the building here, mm-hmm. 
they're doing great stuff. Cool. Uh, so that would be a, a venue that I would like. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, we were talking about collaborations, and yeah. my Nick is a collaboration with uh, the distillery. Yeah. Okay, the, cool. the, the apple brandy mm -hmm. and the gin barrel yeah. come from them. So yeah, yeah. I mean, as I mentioned, this more breweries, more cideries, more vineyards, yeah. more distilleries. It's it's really hard to keep up some days with. Yeah, um, and and they're trying to like work together. Yeah, like distillery are working with brewery. Uh, we're we're looking for a there's a vineyard up north mm -hmm. uh, they're growing their grapes in uh, greenhouse yeah uh, so we're looking to work with them for some beer so it's like it's not only like brew brewers it's just like mm -hmm. like everyone yes to me it's it's the the local community or the craft culture sticking yeah. together and yeah. doing things and you know i've been lucky enough to interview one of the main beer writers in ontario and even he's having trouble keeping up with just his own province. <laughs> and he's one of the biggest beer writers in Ontario. So it's in Canada and the U.S. I know in Vermont, before the pandemic, there was 63 breweries. And now there's 72 two years later. So that's nine breweries in a state the size of Montreal. It's insanity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's try that last beer. Yeah. So is it Vincent? Mm -hmm. Barrel aged and bourbon... I am a big fan of bourbon. <laughs> and don't forget, I mean, this guy started brewing because he liked yeah. stouts and imperial stouts. So, Yeah, it's always, uh, I always like the, I got the bourbon. What do you mean that beer's 10%? So, <laughs> Sorry for that. No, it's fine. Awesome. And a toast. Oh, yeah, that right hint of bourbon that I like. Mmm. Uh, fantastic talk, fantastic beers today. Uh, I'm very, very happy you both took time in your schedule to speak with us. Uh, let the audience know where they can find you. Well, you can find it here at the brewery. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. the, the first stop. Uh, and we like to see you guys. Um, there's a bunch of like sales places mm -hmm. around Quebec. Uh, you can find it our, on our website. Well, obviously there's Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, Micro La Veillée, you can find us everywhere. Yeah, that's about it. Awesome. And and eventually a pub. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll definitely. Yeah, we, we, we've gone from soon a pub to eventually a yeah. pub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been wild. I mean, we interviewed Third Moon when we were finally allowed to travel to Ontario again. And they're like, well, the pandemic somewhat helped because we weren't ready when we said we were supposed to be yeah. ready. And now it's like we're shut down. And we have six months to do stuff that we weren't. And then most guys are like, this sucked. And I agree. This sucked. Nobody wanted this. There's some people who act like we wanted a pandemic. No, nobody wanted a pandemic. We didn't want our economy to collapse. We didn't want everything. No, this sucks. But, but it, it so, helped in some ways. Yeah, so, I mean, let's do what we can to keep each other going and, let's, you know, stay out there, stay safe. Do your best not to catch the virus. If you have elderly family, don't give it to them. It's, it's just, that's what Basics. we're trying to do. And just let's be better humans in the end. So. Yeah, we mostly have to learn from what we went through, I think. Not just yeah. go back to... Our old habits. No, there, there can't be a, a normal again. There has to be a, a new normal, as I say. You know, if you're sick, stay home. Because back then it was, when yeah. I first started the job that I work now in, in pharmaceuticals, I was, my first week of training, I was sick. I'm um, like, maybe I should stay home, but I'm also learning a new job, so I can't stay home. And now it's, if no, I was training this new job, <laughs> well, thankfully I work from home now, but if we were still in the office environment, if I was sick, I'd be like, I'm sick. That's yeah. it. I don't have any rapid tests at home. I, I'm not going to come in there and 
well, give you COVID and then you give five people COVID and then you give. But so. that, that's with COVID, but <laughs> so. honestly, gastro. Yeah. You don't want to get it. No. Don't go to work if you yeah. have symptoms of gastro. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Like yeah, the same if, if you're sick, stay home. I, I don't want to brew with gastro. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe that's a new type of beer that would go yeah. on. <laughs> but, the best tasting beer ever <laughs> somehow. <laughs> you, know, you, you were talking about our local focus, and I think that's something that we have to learn from the last two years. Yeah. I mean, yes, you're paying maybe more for a craft beer yeah. than for commercial, but I mean, that money goes to people that are going to buy stuff, that's going to buy stuff, yeah. that's eventually are going to buy stuff that you're fabricating yes. or, you know, your job depends. So I always say, I have a saying that I'm, I'm too poor to buy cheap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, we I, have to think about that. I mean, like like I said, it's people are like I'm never gonna buy from overseas again. I haven't been buying overseas beer and gin or anything there you in go. a long time. Uh, occasionally, I'll still buy a bottle of Absolute, but that's because it's on sale and it's because <laughs> I'm making mixed drinks and I don't want a high quality. That that's something else. But when I want good quality, I will go craft, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So awesome. So uh, you'll find everything in the show notes, uh, including the website. As for us, it's allbeerinside.com. At allbeerinside on all social media, and as I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.